Yo, 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 what's up gang? It's another episode of Video Games, the the television show, but it's a podcast and it's also called Confessions of a Basement. And on this episode, we will be reviewing the first episode of Guardians of the Galaxy. Telltale presents... Telltale presents Guardians of the Galaxy. And this episode is called Tangled Up in the Achoo. Excuse me, I just sneezed. It's called Tangled Up in the Blue. And uh, I gotta say, I've read some of the other reviews around and I think I like this a bit more than the average person. I expected after the reviews to be like, yeah, I'll play it. I'm sure it'll be fine. But I actually quite enjoyed this, the opening storyline of this of this five-part series. It's cool, man. Uh, yeah, I had some fun experiences with this. It uh, starts off with the gangs all there. Everyone's there. Rocket Raccoon and Groot as full-sized Groot, not Baby Groot. We have Gamora. We have Drax. And they're a little bit more comic styled and then of course we have star lord who is not voiced by peter gallagher i mean peter quill i mean chris pratt so uh it's different voices nolan north who you know as nathan drake does rocket raccoon very well i don't recognize drax or gamora or groot but it's not a lot to recognize from groot of course if you've seen the films or follow the comics uh, I will say that they definitely didn't skip on fan service in this uh, first episode, which I thought was pretty cool because basically within the opening scene, opening sequence, you're going fucking toe to toe with Thanos, kill fucking tyrant titan of the entire galaxy. And uh, I found that pretty cool. It wasn't a super intergalactic battle or anything it's sort of one location uh they're looking for you know our ancient artifact there's so many powerful ancient artifacts all over the galaxy you know you got to keep track of them all and thanos also wants this and so uh, he finds it first and you sort of break into this little whatever cave dwelling thing and there's Thanos. You had to fight him. And it's cool because I got to say, I was kind of happy. You know, it's not like the most inter- entertaining uh, fight sequence. You know, it's a telltale fight sequence, but it's it's fun. It's uh, thematic, cinematic, that sort of thing. Uh, but I hand it to them because I'm sure like, you know, in, in whatever research boardroom, whatever conversation was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just go straight to fighting Theodos. Cause Lord knows that you let Marvel have their way in the cinematic universe. Uh, we're not going to see anyone go toe to toe with Thanos for another like five years by the time infinity gauntlet gets around and the third Avengers movie and the fourth Thor and the 22nd, captain america and iron man that you know so is i kind of appreciate like oh are we really fighting thanos he's not just gonna disappear no yeah we're fighting thanos excuse me and no spoilers you might want to turn it off five four three two one they kill thanos rocket has this giant gun he made very special gun one shot and throughout the melee the guns get knocked around and you're flying around it's cool you can fly with peter quill's little rocket boots you know you can do that while you're looking you know sort of surveilling and uh you so you can fly around during the fight sequences and use his weapons as two sort of auto pistol laser pistol things and uh peter gets the gun and gets thanos you know down sight 
and takes a shot and pulls a giant hole in Thanos's uh, chest there, and Thanos dies. I, I mean, he's clearly not going to be dead for the whole series. I don't think you know, just kill Thanos in the first episode and have him stay dead for the entire time. I'm sure there's something where he's not never like fully dead, and he's a Titan, so I'm sure he, he has many many lives or whatever the fuck however they're going to write it into it but he is at as it stands dead he's not unconscious he's not knocked out you know he's he's we, they killed thanos it's pretty incredible it's pretty cool and then they collect the uh what they call the eternity forge which is an artifact some special artifact which they don't know what powers it holds and so after you do that, you go and you party, of course. It's the Guardians, man. They're not as uptight as the Avengers, you know. The Guardians are not satisfied with chicken shawarma after a big day of uh, superheroing, you know. You gotta, let's go fucking party. Let's do shots, man. Let's drink out of the Eternity Forge like it's the fucking Stanley Cup, you know. And that's what they do. They're buying rounds. It's kind of funny. You can choose to, like, buy the 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 gang around which is kind of or you could do like rounds for the house rounds for my gang or just rounds for me as peter quill so i'm like how what kind of sick bastard is gonna buy himself a drink and not even like the team don't think you buy the whole fucking room around but you know you could buy the whole team around we just killed thanos when 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 would be a good time to fucking buy the team around you know for god's sakes Uh, I'm drinking a Heineken. It's afternoon. It's but it's only afternoon. It's like twelve thirty. Heineken's twelve thirty. Good thing it's Saturday and not Monday. If it was Monday, I'd have a problem. Yeah. So you're drinking. You're doing shots. You're partying. They're trying to insert, you know, conflict amongst the group. So you have to pick you know, certain answers to Rocket and stuff, and Rocket goes off in a huff. You can't really avoid a conflict with him. You can avoid conflict with Gamora. Uh, you can avoid conflict with Drax, you know, but there's a point where it's like you can't really unchoose anything to not get into an argument with Rocket, which sort of mirrors the, f- the second movie. And I don't know if I said this already, I kind of enjoyed this first episode more than the second film. Ha ha ha, how about that? And not just because we actually get to see Thanos again. Give me Thanos. I got a, uh, an itch that only Thanos can scratch, you know? And so they're partying and whoop-de-woo. And sure enough, they wake up the next day. They're all hungover. And Groot is hungover, which is kind of funny. Using the bathroom, puking up, you know, what, compost? I don't know. It's really funny. You know, he's, he's like, can trees be hungover? You know, can trees drink alcohol? I guess they can. You know, can trees talk? No. So I guess they can drink alcohol too, stupid. So they're there and they're in the ship and they're all out of money and they haven't paid their tab at the bar, which is pretty funny. And they get the message from the barkeep like, you guys, you guys, you fucking drank under the table. You didn't pay your fucking tab. And they don't have any money. And so they don't know what to do. And so Rocket comes up with the idea of selling Thanos's corpse. And uh, they're like, why would we do that? He's like, are you kidding? It's It would be lot worth lots of money. And sure it would. It's, you know the plague of the universe thanos is dead body it's going to be worth some money and uh rocket suggests we sell it to the collector and gamora suggests we sell it to the nova corps the police corps you know the guys from the first film 
and you know, I guess they're in the second film too. Not really though. Uh, and that's your big choice in this episode is, do you listen to rocket and rocket's sort of like a little bitch. Like, you know, he's like, if you don't do this, we're not friends anymore. And I'm leaving the guardians. And that was like something he wants to leave the guardians and him and Gru go back on their own. But it's just silly. It's like, come on, you're not going to do that. And then the Gamora, Gamora, you know, is not as easily butthurt. And she's like, I really think you should do this. You know, we're not just freaking mercenaries. You got you can't just when you don't want to work with the collector because he's sketchy as fuck as well. But Rocket's point is like, we'll get more money for it with the collector. And um, I chose I'm going to play it twice anyway, but I chose this time to, just to go with selling it to the collector because I feel like it's just more drama in the story. I kind of want to see how that unfolds. It just seems to be like the more dramatic choice to sell it to the collector and so that's what you do you also use the eternity forge by accident it sort of channels a flashback uh you're talking to your mom about taking care of her or something like that you're sitting on a car looking up at the stars and it's you realize that there's more to this eternity forge thing than just it's really cool name you know and so you know then you have to go and take it and drax is like what are you doing you're like oh fuck i just had a flashback slash out of body experience i don't know what the fuck this thing is for and then after you get come back from your flashback you go i think you just go from there to meet the uh collector's liaison person and uh you you can choose to tell that it's damaged i said it's it was wasn't perfect or something like that and then they don't want to buy it because there's a big hole in thanos's chest from the giant fucking rocket raccoon gun those cool guns that he has they're like twice the size of him it's kind of funny and so the first are like they're not gonna buy it then they're gonna get what's his name to assess it first and the deal's starting to go south and then they agree to like pay double somehow i forget how that happens but they ended up taking uh taking it they're gonna buy it i can't remember how that was left either though i do remember that as you are leaving to get back in your own ship you get ambushed by a completely different uh group of people like a different race called the kree and hala the accuser and they ambush you and they want that eternity forge real bad and they and that's another fight you get to do you get to fight you know her people and apparently they're sort of like an extinct race that Thanos wiped out long ago. And there's, you know, they're the only remaining race or uh, members of that race. And they sort of get you bamboozled a little bit. And now there's this, you know, sort of scrum for the Eternity Forge trying to keep it. And they get it. They get it. And then there's, oh yeah, there's another choice where they get and they escape to their ship. And you have to sort of chase them. And Drax is saying, like, take me, I will kill all of them. And the writing uh, is better in the movie for Drax, I gotta say. The jokes and Drax sort of, like, not getting things is funnier. And David Batista is just fucking cool, man. He's so funny. And this guy's cool, too. The voice actor's fine. But, you know, David Batista is pretty fucking like that's Drax to me and he's very funny <laughs> and so there's another choice of the choosing to take Gamora you're gonna take Drax and from I, I only took Gamora because I did choose her take her side for uh, selling the Thanos corpse so I was like well come on Gamora I didn't choose you before so me and you will go after her and try to get that artifact back and you sort of end up going and flying up into the ship with your little rocket boosters and your special helmet and whatever and then you land there and you have to fight the girl and you find out that, you know, all of this about her past and the you know, planet being uh, whoop-de-woo gone. 
and she needs that attorney forge to bring her planet back or something like that. You're not really sure. I'm not really sure. And so she, she, so you start fighting her, and you're scrapping around, and Gamora's fighting, and then sure enough, Peter Quill, Star Lord gets a giant blade to his chest, like he gets impaled by this uh, Kree lady's magic sword, and you're like, oh fuck, that's a giant sword to take to the chest and abdomen don't really see you coming back from that but uh they managed to escape with the eternity forge i think i don't remember it's not really great recap i gotta say but uh they yeah they they escape regardless i think they do get the eternity forge and hollow's like no that's mine and so you go back to your ship and you think peter quill's dead and then sure enough his wounds are completely healed. So there's some sort of special healing properties to this eternity forge. And that's when he kind of goes unconscious again. And it's a second flashback to him at his mother's funeral with his little thing, radio and stuff, the little cassette player. And he's sitting there talking and then who goes up and sits right behind him is Yondu. And if you haven't seen the second movie, they sort of, dive into that whole like Yondu being a surrogate dad thing a little more and this is a scene that we didn't get to see in the second movie of like where Yondu literally meets him and takes him into space and they actually talk and you can say like you know get fucked who are you crazy blue man or okay I trust you this kind of thing and you're still at your mom's fucking wake you know and uh, it sort of ends with you talking to Yondu and then you can't say go fuck yourself or just yeah okay I trust you and I said yeah okay I trust you because I know you're going to end up going with him anyway and so once you agree to go that's that's where the episode ends so it was uh, pretty entertaining I, I I would give it an 8 I, I think most people gave it like low 7 you know but I had more fun with it I think than other people did I guess I would give it you know a, an 8 firm eight not quite a hard eight but a firm eight and uh, i am excited to see how this goes i hopefully they can sort of keep ramping up the action and keep us guessing and i'm sure thanos will have some sort of third episode resurgence or fourth episode coming back to life i guess if i had to wager a guess 100 percent sure but uh, yeah uh, guardians of the galaxy episode one tangled up in blue i, I gotta say this must be ep- uh telltales like last thing is telltales probably most highest financed highest budget because they have quite the uh soundtrack they really stayed true to that whole you know element of the movies where there's you know elo's on it and uh who else hall and oats is in it you know they have like licensing of real fucking music so that couldn't have been cheap and the the graphic stylings are pretty slick it's a little s- slicker and less sort of not i wouldn't say boxy but less sort of uh, graphic novel style of Walking Dead or uh, whatever the Borderlands and this sort of thing. It's a little bit more uh, sort of like 90s comic book as opposed to a sort of Kirkman graphic novel style. It's cool. It's a cool and it's. I'm glad they did that. It just changed up the visual style a bit. I think it looks good and I like the interpretations of those characters because they do change the design of Gamora's make coloring and Drax's coloring and Groot's shape. Rocket's pretty much the same. Uh, Peter Quill doesn't really look like Chris Pratt, which is fine. You know, he looks kind of cool and he looks like, he looks like a star Lord, just a different 
artist interpretation of Star-Lord. Yondu looks cool. Thanos looks pretty badass. So points for that. I liked it. I, you know, I, I, I can't, I wasn't blown away by it, but I wasn't disappointed by it. You know, I enjoyed it. I would recommend playing it and I do look forward to seeing where this goes. And there's five episodes to look forward to and enjoy. Gotta love that about Telltale. You start something, you get to do it, you know, once a month for five months or however they do it. So yeah, that's Telltale Guardians of the Galaxy, man. It's a lot of fun. I give it an eight. I definitely recommend checking it out if you like Telltale games or if you're just a Guardians of the Galaxy fan, you want to see some more canon. Yeah, and uh, I'll see you next time. I'm going to be doing that old Deadpool game that came out. And uh, I got something else. Maybe that new Ratchet and Clank game. I might do that. Still deciding whether or not to do Nintendo 3DS games that I got now that I got the 3DS. But yeah, regardless, thanks for listening. And uh, I'll see you on the flip side. Uh, Confessions of basement Keep your head on the f- earth and your feet on the ground, folks. Fart. Fart.